Amen. Uh, in 2005, uh, I had moved from Pittsburgh uh, to Downingtown, uh, PA, um, and uh, started working as a youth pastor at uh, Hope Ball United Methodist Church. Uh, when I, I started there in May, uh, and uh, I would be in different committee meetings or different team meetings, and uh, all of a sudden I would hear this word, remember when Stephanie did that? Um, and then we would go into another meeting, and everybody would comment back and forth of, you know, this person called Stephanie. And I was like, all right, like, you know. And then I would go into another setting in very similar conversations. So at one point, I pulled aside one of our uh, youth leaders and said, who's Stephanie? Did I meet her? And they were like, oh, you've never met Stephanie. I was like, no, who is she? And she then they told me that Stephanie Molenbrock uh, was deployed. Uh, so, and her kids were in our youth group. So, so that's how I met Stephanie, <laughs> uh, uh, all these years ago, um, and it's been such a pleasure uh, to get to know her uh, and our family uh, for over these years. Uh, thankful uh, for her friendship. Uh, will you bow your heads as I offer a word of prayer? Gabby, thank you uh, for this day. We thank you for Stephanie, for the way you have blessed her, for the way she has blessed those around her. God, we ask that your Spirit would fill her, uh, would anoint her, um, that you would speak to us. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Well, I would get on Johnson for kind of giving away my age, but um, <laughs> I apologize for sitting. Good? Good? Is that good? Okay, perfect. Um, but I can't blame him because um, about two, a little over two weeks ago, um, my body clearly informed my brain that I am no longer 28. I fell, I broke my arm, so um, I am sitting before you today as a no longer 28-year-old person. Um, but thank you so much, Johnson, for asking me to come speak. Uh, so first of all, happy Mother's Day. Thanks to all the moms. Thanks to all the um, support, the love, the listening ears that you provide um, for, for all of us. And... Um, and also, thank you to those who uh, love, listen, and um, support all the moms. Not always an easy task, so thank you so much. Um, I'm humbled by Johnson's request and honored to speak to you. I come from a military family. My dad was a naval aviator in Vietnam, so on his behalf, thank you very much for the Navy shirt up here. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. I will let him know um, that, that I acknowledge the Navy. Um, I'm Army. Um, I have two, two of our three children are currently serving in the Army, so in my house we say, go Army. <laughs> um, however, before I speak any further, I would like to take a moment to recognize anyone who, um, uh, who's a veteran um, who's currently serving or has served in our military. Um, it would be, I would be honored if you would stand so we can recognize you. And, and also those um, first responders, police, firefighters, um, if you all would also stand. Um, I'm just I'm so grateful to be in a country where we have people who are willing to do this. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, after 30 years of service in the Army, which um, included multiple deployments overseas, extended training periods um, around the United States, I retired in 2018. 
Um, I could not have been an effective, uh, effective in the military. Um, I couldn't have been effective as a mom without um, my husband, um, a godly and loving man. So I thank God for giving me Peter um, as my partner in life 33 years ago. God gave us the privilege of raising three children. Our oldest is now 30. Um, he's in the Army and deployed overseas. Our second son has made a way for himself in the world of sports. He is in um, working in the marketing of uh, Pro Division uh, NBA team, Miami Heat. And our daughter, who is currently living with her husband in Alabama, and she is finishing up her training in Flying Blackhawks. Over the years, I have found that the saying hindsight is 2020 to be true for me. Things that happened in my life have made a whole lot more sense after the fact than they ever did while I was actually living through them. I can easily um, see some places where God's hand was clearly working. One of these places, kind of earlier on as a mom, uh, was in a Bible study that I began attending. When our boys were three and four, I decided kind of hesitantly to attend a particular community Bible study because a friend had just raved about the children's program. So the boys and I went, and the women were nice enough, the study of Hebrews was okay, um, but it wasn't until dinner time with the family that night that I decided we had to sign up. Um, while we were eating dinner, my four-year-old oldest son shared with Pete, my husband, a picture that he had colored in class. He um, gave the whole story of the Good Samaritan, which he had learned, and the Bible verse that he had memorized in one day, two and a half hours. Um, and he was so excited to share all of this with my husband. Um, I was amazed. I'm impressed, and so we signed up. Over the next several years, all three of our children accepted Christ into their hearts. Our daughter asked Jesus into her heart three months before I was mobilized in 2005. Pete was wonderful in caring for our children. He covered all of the details, which are numerous, um, as a single parent. Uh, he also coordinated with grandparents to cover um, his work because he continued to work through all of this. Uh, leaving my family was heartbreaking. The last time I saw them before heading overseas for the year was when they came to Fort Dix to meet me for dinner. We had a really nice two-hour visit, um, but the hugging goodbye was painful. Faith was six, and I hugged her last. When I tried to give her back to Pete, she screamed and clung to me so hard that Pete had to pry her off and put her into the car crying. It was a very difficult night, very long night, um, but I did take comfort in the fact that my children were well cared for and that they knew they were loved by God. Like all moms, there are a number of uniforms I've worn. The Army uniform is just the most obvious, and it filled much of my time and took me away from my family for extended periods. Um, if any of you may not be familiar with reserves, um, the recruiting line for the Army Reserves is one week in a month, two weeks in the summer. It's great. Um, and it is. However, um, I think there may have been one year in 30 where I actually only did one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer. So it was definitely a, um, a second career for sure. Um, but regardless of the roles that I've had, I have found truth in uh, at least one old adage that my mother always says. Once a mom, always a mom. Maybe some of the moms have found that to be true. Uh, this has been the case for me, but not just for my own children. This mommy sense uh, didn't turn off just because I was away from my own kids. I found that it continued during my deployments overseas. Living and working with people 24 hours a day, 
12 uh, months in extreme circumstances. You get to know them pretty well. Um, we had a young 19-year-old soldier assigned to my unit in deployment uh, to the Middle East in 2005. Uh, he came from a, a low-income family in the state of Massachusetts. He entered the Army right out of high school to support his mom, who was very sick, and to earn the benefit of the GI Bill in order to go to college. As a private, which is one of the lowest ranks in the Army, he earned, and this is 2005 money, he earned $1,400 a month, which in 2005 was about a dollar less than the minimum wage in the state of Massachusetts. So he didn't have money for extras, extras like a pair of running shoes. He loved to run, um, and several of us would often run together as a way to kind of relieve some of the stress when we could. And it quickly became apparent that he was literally running out of his shoes as his soles flapped open, exposing his toes with every step. A good friend of mine during the deployment, also a mom on military duty away from her young family, found out his shoe size and anonymously purchased a good pair of running shoes for him. He was very thankful and, and he even went on to uh, win a few 5Ks while we were there in those shoes. Um, maybe it's a human need, it might be a mommy need, or um, maybe it's my own personal issue. Um, to want to leave a legacy, to want to be remembered for something. Um, my experiences in the Army have shown me that le leaving a legacy um, is a challenge. One of my primary jobs during um, my multiple deployments was moving cargo around the world for the United States and for other governments. In addition to that, we constructed and rebuilt infrastructure, we cleaned and transferred equipment, and we trained multinational forces. Only a few years after all of these accomplishments, I learned that much of what we built was pilfered and destroyed. Much of the cargo transferred to the custody of other governments had been stolen, remained stuck at collection points, or had fallen into the wrong hands. It seems that our lives and our work there had had very little lasting value. This reality has really only reinforced what I probably suspected all along, that the most important role that I've had is a mom. At some point in my military career, I became known as the ma'am. I have no idea how this started because no one actually called this to my face, which means it probably didn't start off as a positive. However, um, I would like to think that it ended with positive connotation. Um, so I found out after the fact that soldiers would often ask to speak to the ma'am um, when they had an issue for which they wanted guidance or a listening ear. Um, the issue was usually work-related, but many times it was of a more personal nature. Um, on my deployment in 2010, um, I had a very high-speed lieutenant for thus, us in the military. High-speed means um, hard-working, takes the initiative, intuitive. Um, but he was struggling with the news that his wife was leaving him and their six children once he returned from Iraq. He came to me needing someone to listen as he worked out his potential courses of action. Another time, a young female specialist who worked very close by to where we were needed a safe, comfortable place to rest during breaks in her workday, and she'd often come to my office to have that rest. Another time, there was a talented 19-year-old specialist who traveled around Iraq during our deployment. On several occasions, he would come through our headquarters and he would stop each time and talk with me. On many of these visits, he um, would include uh, sharing some of the pictures that he would receive from home. And towards the end of the deployment, after all of his travels and all that he had seen, he wanted to talk about some of, the, uh, some of these experiences and how they had affected him and how this might impact his return to home. So these are just a few examples of soldiers 
who I hope benefited from knowing me, but there are many stories of those who did not have someone to listen or anything to give them hope. A young sergeant came off duty after a convoy and committed suicide. He became part of the statistic that every day 16 veterans commit suicide. A young female specialist lost confidence in her daughter's security while she was deployed. Um, the situation for her daughter did not be, uh, became very difficult when she, uh, at home. And so this uh, young woman specialist committed herself to the hospital in order to be uh, medically discharged to go home. Another soldier was dishonorably discharged for abandoning his post and threatening a fellow soldier due to some issues that were happening at home. I've also seen the same lack of hope with young people in school. Several years ago now, uh, there was a 16-year-old girl who had been abandoned by her mother when she was 14. She lived in several different home situations, including with her divorced father, who uninvited her at the request of a live-in girlfriend. Uh, this young girl became a mom and lived for a time with her baby's father's parents while the father um, pursued other things. Um, so these situations make it clear to me the importance of moms and dads in the lives of their children. For many of us, moms are such a supportive and constant part of our lives that it's sometime, sometimes easy to take them for granted. It wasn't until she was diagnosed with lymphoma 34 years ago that I began to appreciate my own mom, what she had sacrificed for us, her children, and what she had taught me. She raised us by herself during my dad's multiple deployments. She chose to stay at home to support our family as we moved every two to three years for the Navy around the country and overseas. And she made me feel special when we couldn't afford the all-important high school prom dress. She designed and made my dress, which was so memorable that my little sister um, still talks about it. A few years later. So these memories from childhood are often the ones that we carry with us uh, through life. I know that's true for me. Not too long ago, my oldest son, um, the one currently deployed overseas, shared one of his memories from growing up. He calls it back in the day. This favorite memory that he shared with me is when I would read Bible stories to him and his brother before bed. One of the verses from today's scripture caused me to reflect, to kind of remember um, what he shared. Um, it's Psalm 66:16. Come and listen, all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. This is the greatest legacy I think that a mom can leave, or any parent really for that matter. To tell your parents what the Lord has, to tell your children what the Lord has done for you and what he has done for them as well. Despite our imperfect nature, the Lord loves us so much so that he died on a cross to offer grace and freedom to anyone willing to accept his love. This is what my children need to hear. This is what those soldiers need to hear. And this is probably what someone in our lives right now needs to hear. I'm just a sinner who spent some time in a soldier suit and who is a very imperfect mom. But I can tell you that the gift of sharing the hope that we have in Jesus with our children is an eternal gift. Sharing this hope of Christ is the lasting legacy that I have to pass on to my children, to soldiers, and to you. May God bless you, and God bless all of our moms today.